0: What is the first thing you think of when I say the word racism? Maybe a black male, maybe the Black Lives Matter movement, or even a cop just shooting an innocent person and you're seeing the news. Uh, Hi, I'm Cameron Gillis. I'm from Sarnia, Ontario. Now Cameron, he's in the business marketing program at Fanshawe College. And um, it'd be really nice if racism would end in the first place. Now we went across Western Campus and Fanshawe's campus to ask one question, can racism come to an end,
1: and what would society look like? Um, I am of the belief that race, or rather I am quite confident in the assertion that race does not exist. Race is completely bullshit. Perspective.
0: That right there was Sean Hasamato, majoring in philosophy at Western University
1: it's all like not like not even it's
2: racism it's a label
1: yeah it's artificial right because like you say like like you both probably identify as white but what is yeah, that yeah mean? i mean really we
2: would if someone like if i was right. asked on a questionnaire but no yeah. other time would i ever think that yeah because like, like
1: it's like who are you you don't like you don't necessarily like think like i don't like i only think that i'm asian when it's like when it matters you know like yeah. i don't consider myself like when you, yeah i agree right because like if i'm like in like a like if i'm like here in canada like in this kind of setting and like a bunch of white people then like something that differentiates me from everyone else is the fact that i'm japanese if i'm in japan that just doesn't matter to me in yeah. fact what does matter is the fact that i've lived in canada for a while but that doesn't change the fact i'm like you know yellow if you will yeah
0: <laughs> and what sean's talking about there is exactly right this is exactly what we're talking about today on today's podcast but i just want to listen a little bit more to this guy's interview i love what he says here in the next little bit I <laughs> No, yeah. Yeah, so
1: in term like in the context of racism without racism, race no longer exists. And then it becomes much harder for people to generalize in that for it to disappear, everyone needs to be effectively colorblind. Hmm, colorblind.
0: Never really thought about that. Could it work? Let's get into the podcast.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Gentleman's Podcast by Wannabe Gentlemen. If you're new, I hope you enjoy what we have to say. And if you're returning, thanks once again for listening. Today's topic is a little bit of a controversial one. Today we're going to be talking about racism and if we believe that it can die and if it could, really should it. Um, just before we start, I want to preface the podcast Really, By saying that everything we express today is an opinion And as much as we try to be open-minded And try to put ourselves in other people's shoes Which we do Sometimes our bias will show through And really all we're trying to do today Is start the conversation around racism In a very civilized and calm, collected way Because it's been a topic that's been very charged Especially in the media lately Anyways, uh, with that being said I think we just want to jump into it. We want to talk uh, a little bit first about why we think people are racist, like where does it come from, and then uh, we'll maybe, we'll move through and sort of walk through from there. Uh, so, really to start off, I mean, Tyson, do you, like, wh- why do you think people are racist? Um,
0: I believe, so I believe that's actually just, because I believe that the world's so competitive that I believe people put people in the categories and by putting people in the categories it creates competition and when you see when you so it's obviously really easily put black people or any kind of race into different sections and when you do that i believe that it's easier to not like think that they're equal to i think it's about equal to
2: yeah i I mean i think uh as as people we, we definitely judge others around us and we, we make judgments based on them and, and sometimes that has a that has a purpose or a context. Like if you're you know if you're walking down a street at night and you see someone coming the other way, you, you look at them and you try to see if they're gonna be a threat to you. That has a survival basis. Yeah, no matter um, who it is too. Yeah, no matter who it is and, and and you know that definitely plays a role and I think that why you know that <clears throat> is sort of the stem of why people are racist is because in our brain we're looking for patterns right and and we say okay so seven out of the ten people i had an experience with this was the case and it's terrible but it is you know it's the way our brain works we there's plenty of situations where we find patterns in places where they do not exist and we think we can piece them together and that's just that's just human nature because our brains are constantly filling in information just because we're taking in so much at a rapid rate yeah
0: i believe so too i believe that too
2: yeah, and I, I mean, like I said earlier, like a little bit of the where it comes from, I think, is just it's that natural mechanism for survival, right? Like every, if you think about everything we've learned to identify as a person, like a, as a tree, a cat, a dog, like every single one of those things. We're not necessarily being racist to, but we're making a judgment on based on previous experience with them or previous knowledge of what it is. And I, I mean, that's what we're doing. Only our differentiating factor is the color of someone's skin, which... I think especially lately has been not lately but like just over time has always been proven to be not valid. It's a not a valid way to determine differences between people.
0: Because if you've grown up with people say you've only had friends that were white and then you see someone that's not white you to instantly identify them as someone else as like someone that's not as equal not maybe not as equal but someone different and I think that that like inst- like you don't mean to do that, but it just happens anyways. And I think that when you go through your day to day life, um, I think your brain instantly has to make judgments on everyone who see. So is it at first is it a loved one, like someone I can mate with, or like someone who's an enemy or a friend? And instantly right off the bat, I think since the- around like social media or like even like the stereotype behind black people since they got into the ghetto, I think instantly you just put them to the enemy because that's what you've seen like as you said before like like uh over like several cases that's all you hear about and i believe that like with all the rappers coming up rappers they are black like i know there's some white people but they're all related to like gangs or drugs which like people like me like don't want to be around that because I believe that
2: relieves the violence and I don't want to be hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, like, a lot of these rappers, some of the present figures are, like, that is, it's true, like, that's what they talk about. And I mean, you know, if you think of, like, okay, let me, like, it's not, like, you're not trying to be racist, but you hear a song by a black rapper and he's talking about, I got my my Glock, like, I got my, you know, I got my bitches and my drugs and my fucking Glock. And when you uh, see,
0: like, black people, like, okay, I don't know why we're saying but, like, when you see, like the same color skin like rant on that they're like oh my god this rapper is so sick and you believe and then like, you think that they believe in their beliefs like you almost think that like oh my god like could this guy do that too or like, well, yeah
2: and, that, and that's like that and that's the thing is like i think it's the role of, the role of bias really comes into like comes into play because you start like you make those major associations between this and that and you're trying to explain you know what's the difference between me and this guy oh well it's you know this is a clear difference that i can pull and it's it's scary, but I mean, I think that, that that's just how our brains work. I mean, if you think about, okay, so I'm going to pose a question to you and answer it honestly or okay. as honestly as you can. If you think of, if you think of a doctor, is that a male or a female?
0: Yeah, I just instantly think it's a male. Yeah. Know.
2: and I mean, that's, that it's, it's, it's the word. It's not, there's not something that's saying to me other than the word. I just, I, I hear doctor and it goes to man. Like that's what it is. And it's, sometimes it's the same way, you know, like, and it's not that you've, you know, it's not that I don't think a, a female could operate as well as someone else could. It's not that I don't think they would be capable. And I think that. Yes, on. on yeah, I think it's just it's just the association. Yeah, like I think, you know, it's just where our brains are coming from. It's really contained in the subconscious. And I mean, as much as I would say you and I are two people who make a conscious effort to try to not see things like that, it's it's <clears throat> it's so hard to fight that subconscious drive. And I think really, like,
0: because in the end, we're all really selfish. We want to be protecting yeah. ourselves. And it's actually kind of crazy how, like, black people got into the ghetto. Like, in the United States, apparently, like, way back when, um, the government actually lent out bigger loans to white people, the only white people, actually, not just to yeah. some, and none to black people. And it's actually kind of crazy because that's how they got... Because the white people were able to afford, white like, bigger houses and better areas. And then this is how the ghetto finally started, is because they didn't get those loans, they didn't get any money, and they barely had any... like. Grind like and also it was probably hard to get hired because most people didn't agree with black people being like this. Has happened right after the right, civil rights movement, and it happened right after then, and people still didn't agree because it was so fresh. People's yeah, worries. I
2: mean it's it's something that is like what rate right, I, I believe what we see right now and today in society with racism is you know it's the after effects of the last couple hundred years. You know, I'm all of time, but like especially the last couple hundred years, and you know, slavery in the United States and. Things like that. Like they just haven't, you know, you're still building up um, a role that is, you know, that is something different. I I think that, you know, people who live in urban centers where there's a lot of, you know, where there's a lot of diversity, we start to see, I believe that we start to see trends where, you know, you have a lot more acceptance of other races when when you're in your face versus like someone who's coming from a rural town. And I think that part of it is because you just get perspective on other people really like it and, and it really helps defeat the issue like at the end of the day racism is an issue of people stereotyping because of a color of a skin you I know agree. and if and as soon as you get to know more people and as soon as you treat each individual as an individual that goes away but let me answer this so like
0: if you see i, I hate to stereotype black people again but that's just the easiest way i can explain it but um imagine seeing like a guy with glasses like this is the how i'm going to explain the guy so a guy with glasses he's kind of wearing a college shirt uh nice dress pants and like he's wearing like a nice trench coat and he's black like you would not associate him with you think he oh wow he's like successful or maybe he's like something different or, like you don't see him as a threat as much as you'd see someone wearing hood shit you know what i mean yeah but it's kind of a weird perspective so i i don't believe that might be the color it's it has something to do with it but i feel like also the way the people dress as well but
2: yeah, and I mean I that, that, that like the way you dress definitely plays an impact on like on someone's assessment. And I mean, we're we're talking about it in a purely threat based situation. I mean, I think there's there's so much more than that, but mm-hmm. um, really, yeah, like I I don't know. I think it comes down to what we're used to seeing in our face, right? Like I can uh, that man you described, I would love to meet, but I just don't see it as much, you know. Like I can't from my, and that's just my personal experience. And I, you know, I'm not saying that I like, I don't you, what do you think of this? Possible. Remember the like, guy in the meeting. Remember him, the, the one guy in the trench coat. He had the exact yeah, same yeah. like whatever. Well, yeah. To give some context, what you we, think went of that to, we went to a meeting, um, and I mean, honestly, like I wouldn't have treated him any differently. Not not for any re- like not for any reason. It was he was in a place where we were, and it was an intellectual meeting. It was about furthering leadership and development skills. And uh, honestly, I think that uh, like I, I in that situation, it was perfect because you that wasn't a question that I thought was even really posed.
0: Yeah. I
2: agree. And I I really think like diving into my, just diving into my perspective of it in general, like I, I don't, I can't say I don't see color because we, we aren't blind. Like we see color. You can tell that someone's different. It's just, it's, it's, you know, what we choose to do with that information. If we choose to allow that to have us form judgments about someone or not, you know? And how would you judge people if
0: you're blind then? Like colorblind, like why, Like how would the world look if everyone was blind? And like, how would we make sure that ourselves are safe from people? Like, how do you think? Do you think? I mean, like- you just
2: have to make sure. Like, you have to ask yourself, especially if you have a if you have a situation. So, if you have a situation where you have a negative, a negative interaction, and you say, "Oh, this person is not of the same skin color as me." It was a negative interaction. Maybe if you if you took the time for yourself and you sat down, and you said, "Okay, what about it was a negative interaction?" And then, therefore, Let me break it down. And, like, if this was someone who is white or the same color of skin as me or whatever, would I have had the same response? And, and you know, and maybe just force yourself to think a little bit. And, like, I said, like, that's the point of this podcast is force yourself to think a little bit more about what you're doing. Why mm-hmm. am I doing this? Why am I making this judgment? I think that if people really start looking internally, like, you can actually solve a lot of the problems with racism if you look internally rather than looking ex- like externally.
0: I believe that's what a lot of people do. That's why self-help books are becoming so fucking nice. Like, yeah. I believe... No, so not nice, but popular. They're becoming such a trend now that... Like, the business... Like, the whole business of self-help is, like, exploding. And I believe that's a big business to go into. And that's to read about as well. I think it's a nice... Know about yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh, like, when you talk about that, too... Like, I think another another tool that's been used recently in fighting racism is um, is social media. And, I mean, there's a lot of people ask, like acting out, speaking up on social media... And, I, you know, I think it's great, but the problem is, yes, you can fight all you want, but it doesn't change until someone decides they're not judging you because of the color of your skin. You know, like, you can say this is wrong, this is bad, you can fight against it, you can hold a picket line, but at the end of the day, racism doesn't go away because you fought. It gives, a, it goes away because someone else... just building awareness. Yeah, I it got perspective. Like, I know, but I think some people, like, sometimes it's easy to take it too far, and that's sometimes the problem with social media is it's so... What it's so driven on excitement, you know, like people don't post their worst picture, at least not unless it's ironically or for some sort of selfie challenge or whatever, you know, people post their best picture out of 50. They post the highlights of their life, or at least most people do. And it's, and I think people use social media in the same way when they fight things like racism, like you, you're, you don't. You know, you don't talk about the stories that weren't horrible, and I think that if we all just were a little bit open to the idea, it would it would completely diffuse a lot of a lot of things that could have been racist or could have gone wrong. See the thing,
0: what I didn't. think it's social media is for is not to change minds, but to nurture the minds that haven't been made yet. Like, so I think those people that are older now and have their mindset on racism without even ma- like trying to be racist i think they're long gone i like it's hard for them to change like even, like there's been studies that after 25 it's hard to change anything about yourself cuz you're so unless from dramatic experiences that's the only way like your mind will change the trend like that you do mm-hmm. so i think what social media is trying to do is build awareness to younger people that Maybe these older generations were wrong, and treat everyone with respect. And I think that's what's actually happening. As me and you grow up, I think that, um, like, we're definitely seeing perspective on like people and like how wrong they were back then to do like say slavery to people. Like that's insane. Like I cannot imagine that happening to anyone, anyone in like today's society.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, on that point, I really, I really do. I optimistically, I think, believe that it's getting better. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see an end yet but it will yeah, but, I think but I, I I do think we are trending that way and as you know as people integrate and you know you get a lot of interracial marriage Like look at the game yeah like yeah, the gay community you know, like,
0: just exploded because like finally like people can marry
2: Yeah, like, pure blood just isn't pure blood isn't a thing as much anymore and I think that that, like, that in itself will help racism in general like the mobility of human beings will help cut down on racism because there's just less difference between race now that doesn't mean there's less individuality it just means that the individuality comes from what you're actually doing rather than just the color of your skin. I think that's, you know, and, and I'm, I'm I'm very optimistic with that thought. You think like, there's just going to be a big
0: blend? <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that one girl like said, right? yeah, like,
2: honestly, at one point, maybe, right? Like, maybe eventually in society we'll have, like, 90% of the population that's just a blend of most races, you know? And... I, yeah. and, and if you haven't
0: seen the photo, it's a photo of a young girl who has, who is pretty much in a sense, mixed with all cultures, has blue eyes, brown, and black hair, um, like majority of uh, the world, and it has brown skin. And it's just, it's like a brown... What would you say? It's like brownish skin? But like, anyways, it's supposed to symbolize that we're all going to be mismatched. And um, either that, or that everyone's just the same, and you shouldn't, you know...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. I think that, um, you know, we might get there, and we might not. But at the end of the day, like really, we just if we if we're conscious in the way we act, and we treat people as individuals, and we, you know, we make the friends that we see as the best personality, and we hire the best person that we see for the job, not because of other factors. And I like we that. Do a that. Lot. Yeah. I think that you know, and how we define those things, we might need to change. Don't get me wrong, but i think that that's really the only thing we can do like it, it really combating racism like in my eyes comes down to just the simple step of acknowledge things that aren't race like and i know that sounds that sounds counterintuitive but it like it it is or like you just gotta you just gotta see people for what their personality is
0: yeah it's hard it's hard to do that but i mean it can definitely be done and that's a perfect world right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. And we might never see it, but I hope, you know, I hope one day. And maybe that's just the way
0: you can roll. Like maybe you can't change thousands of people or maybe even hundreds, but I think if you can choose if you can change like a few people's mindsets like that, I think it can make a huge effect like uh butterfly effect, I think. Or yeah. like someone. I don't. Know. It's and we like hope a cool that
2: concept. Uh, yeah, and we hope that all you people listening today realize that at the end of the day all we're trying to do is start a conversation and we might be right we might be wrong but really we just we want people to feel valued and we want racism not to be not to be a component of that and you know and if you agree with that then hopefully you you think about things more and if you are then great keep doing it and really at the end of the day the only way we can solve problems in society is when we work together to solve them
0: yeah i agree and i think a big part of it is going to be like for my emotional intelligence like Fact of the day, I think, is empathy. I think empathy deals a great role in this because you have to be able to put yourself in other people's shoes and where they're coming from, and you have to understand maybe if someone's acting out, try to understand, not just automatically assume that this guy's crazy and this guy's just freaking. Or like, I would, like, I have like a tremendous empathy towards robbers too. Like, like what comes to the point in the mind's mindset of that guy that he has to rob a store. Just to put food on the table, maybe? Yeah, like, I mean, it's I kind I of crazy. It, I think
2: it depends the person. And I think that, you know, before we get too off track, we probably want to wrap up pretty soon. But I do think that's a good last thought to think of is, you know, sometimes we see people as as villains when they're not. You know, and if we were just a little bit more empathetic... Or lower. Might, yeah, yeah, or lower. Yeah, yeah, or lower. And, and we might, like, I think if we were just a little bit empathetic, if we maybe tried to put ourselves in the other person's shoes and understand what's going on, then it could do a whole hell of a lot in this world.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of factors that go into it, like ego yeah. and shit. Like that.
2: But it, yeah, that's a good topic to leave it off on. Yeah, Tries. Thank you very much for listening. We hope that you have a fantastic day, week, month, year. And uh, we will be back again next Monday. Thank yeah. Thank you very much. I hope to see you guys soon. Hope to see you guys